0: Okay. <laughs> Can't let her out do me. <laughs>
1: Don't put that in me.
0: <laughs> We'll see. I'll probably just throw it in the intro. You're listening to The Uncommon Podcast, where we celebrate the stories of men and women who are living uncommon lives. These individuals pursue excellence and purpose in their relationships and work. They optimize their health and stewardship, and they embody victorious vision and fervent faith. Be inspired and encouraged to follow your own uncommon path and live a life of authenticity, accountability, and adventure. Welcome to the Uncommon Podcast. I am your host, Ryan, and once again, I am graced by the presence of my enchanting wife, Victoria. (laughs) Welcome back to the studio, aka our bedroom. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. It's the day after Christmas, so my question for you is, what was your favorite part of Christmas this year?
1: Good question. I thought you were going to ask my favorite gift, and I was about to laugh, but...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Why is that funny?
1: (laughs) because we're both returning everything we got <laughs> each other <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily yeah um but, well you're
0: gonna have to explain that people oh
1: yeah we don't really do gifts that's ni- neither of our love language so it's kind of a last minute like pressure to get gifts and then it's just kind of the first thing we find type thing and then <sighs> we open we're like oh thanks <laughs>
0: yeah we do we're a stocking stuffer couple yeah we get our kids gifts yeah So, yeah, you got me a case for...
1: (laughs) AirPods?
0: AirPods, yeah. And I don't even... I have AirPods, but I don't use them because I lost my first pair and then the right one on my second pair just stopped working and i went through all of the troubleshooting process to no avail so now i have a relatively new pair of airpods that go and use so initially i thought you got me airpods which i'm like that is way (laughs) too elaborate for a stocking stuff i would never yeah you're like no it's just a (laughs) case for your airpods i'm like oh yeah the airpods that i don't use so don't need that (laughs) and then you got me a hat and i'm like yeah i've got like two winter hats but I i like the one you got me so i'll use it yeah. <laughs> I got you cookies, which oh, uh, yeah. there's a no return That's, policy on yeah. that.
1: Yeah. I actually knew you got them. So I snuck into them. Yeah. The stocking a few days before, ate a few, put it back. It's <laughs> like you'll never a, I know. I was
0: like the elf on the shelf up to some, some <laughs> shenanigans.
1: Yeah. F- food and coffee is my, my love language. Um, but my favorite part of Christmas, um, I would say. I think just the excitement of watching our boys open up their gifts. Um they yeah, we got them balance bikes. Mm-hmm. And my pregnancy brain put them together upside down <laughs> somehow. Just trying to make
0: it more of a challenge.
1: <laughs> and somehow it like actually still rode. But I was like, "Why are the letters upside down? This is so strange." And I was like, "Oh no. Why are the handlebars
0: lower than the seat?"
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we had to take it apart, but yeah, they were so excited and and yeah, just listening to them talk about what they got and mm-hmm. but
0: yeah, I'm glad you used the word excitement cuz that's like the buzzword for this episode and what we're talking about. And that was exactly what I was going to say as well, like my enjoying Christmas kind of vicariously through our kids cuz I I don't know. I just don't get that excited about Holidays in, in general, not because I'm a curmudgeon, but I'm just like, yeah, there's I don't know. I think we can tend to just overdo it. And and then, and then there's also like that sense of all you build that anticipation for those weeks and days leading up to it. And then the day comes and then it's gone. And there's kind of like that letdown. So uh, maybe it's my way of like protecting myself. I'm like, if I don't get excited, then I yeah, can't, then can't feel can't let down. down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll go with that. So this is part two of our big. Ashtag, I really have to enunciate that word when I say it. (laughs) (laughs) Ashtag calendar review. If you missed part one, I'd say pause this episode, go back two episodes, listen to it, then come back. We'll be waiting. But if you're feeling stubborn and you're like, I'm already here, then we'll just do a quick recap of what we covered in part one. In light of even what Victoria just shared about excitement, that was the question that we asked ourselves in part one was, what, what is one thing that you're excited for that's coming up? And we discussed... Really, the importance of having excitement in your life and for most people if they're asked that question I think they would struggle to answer because by and large we don't do a good job of planning excitement into our lives you kind of almost think of excitement has to be something that just happens spontaneously out of the blue but I think it's our conviction that you can and you should plan for it and you can even kind of like manufacture it a little bit just adventures and opportunities in your life. It doesn't necessarily have to be spontaneous or elaborate. So let's even answer that question again. Now that it's been a couple of weeks, what is maybe something new that you're excited about or something maybe that you're still excited about that you shared last time?
1: i don't remember what I shared the first time. Was it the baby, maybe? I think so. Okay. Um, Are you still excited about that? I am. Okay, that's good. <laughs> but I, yeah, for a new excitement, I feel like after filling it out, um, just kind of thinking about different things, this might sound crazy, but I'm excited for rest. Okay, that doesn't um, sound crazy. Though. Rest, I feel like for me, typically is hard. Yeah. Um, doesn't sound fun. I think at first I think of, oh, I have to like, it's not just putting a nap on the calendar for X amount of hours or just like not doing anything that day, but actually planning rest and having intentional time with that. So for me, I want to rest in the Lord. And so it's like, what does that look like? Um, So I was trying to get creative because I'm like I don't want to just sit on the couch and have quiet time for you know an hour that is it would be good but for me who is someone who wants to like who loves to move around and do stuff be active um like that's active really rest hard <laughs> that's a thing uh that's not exactly what I was gonna say but so I was trying to get creative of like how can I rest but not have my mind wander because I feel like if I'm just sitting there I end up getting distracted so thinking of maybe i haven't like fully put this on the calendar yet but maybe it's going and getting a massage and using that quiet time to like pray because Mm. we're not talking to each other or you know maybe i could go get a pedicure and bring a book along and like read um or even just like go for a drive. I feel like my mind is less distracted. Like I obviously don't have my phone on me and I'm not reading or texting or anything. So I could go for a drive and use that time intentionally to just listen to the Lord and yeah, just have quiet time.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Have you put any of, what does that look like to put that on the calendar?
1: So yeah, one of the sticky notes we can like move around. So I thought of just putting the word rest on it and then Beginning of the month coming up with what am I gonna what's my activity for that rest going to be and maybe that's yes scheduling a massage for that month or um, or even just like going for a walk Mm -hmm. and not bringing my phone or um, just having that be like a prayer walk.
0: Yeah Yeah no, that's good. And I, I do think there can be an activity aspect to rest. Like I do, I've started doing like ruck sack walks. So the weighted backpack and obviously from a physical standpoint, that's pretty taxing. But from a mental standpoint, I'm out in nature. I've tended to listen to audiobooks or like music. So my mind is somewhat more engaged, but I do see the value in, even just being disconnected and not having anything and just listening to nature and maybe even just being more perceptive to God's still small voice and Mm -hmm. and praying, praying and listening. Um, so it can be spiritually, mentally, emotionally restful, even while you're being physically active, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Cause I, I used to think of rest as a burden, but
0: like, a, it's like, no, this is like a time where I'm not getting anything done. Type
1: of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it can, I can feel lazy. I'm a very, I like to do things. Um, I guess my, my pregnant self likes rest. But sure. my non-pregnant self. You're kind of forced self, to. Yeah, would like cringe at that and want to be active. If I'm not doing anything, yeah, I could, I might feel like I'm being lazy. Um, but just looking at like God's word and knowing he like cause us to rest and like we can rest in him not just one day a week um but rest in him every single day so just trying to figure out what does that look like and how can i plan that on the calendar mm-hmm. and so starting small is kind of what i like to do so i'm like i can plan once a month an active thing of rest yeah. and then you know maybe add to that in different ways not mm-hmm. it doesn't always have to be something that i'm paying for like a massage or a pedicure but even trying to Girl, figure i'll get out, you
0: free uh, massage <laughs> pedicures manicures Sweet, uh, i got the cure
1: <laughs> i'm down <laughs> <You're> <laughs> but, like, oh, i want someone who knows what they're doing <laughs> even just doing things at home so that it's just more often
0: yeah can i and that is one thing that we'll even touch on is kind of kind of in that similar vein of like the quarterly habits that we talked about in the previous one but can I give you a suggestion of something that you might consider incorporating sure I think breath work would be really beneficial for you it's something that I've started doing more of and I just have a app on my phone so for you know five six even ten minutes just takes you through different breath work exercises and I find it to be like very restful and and I think just being mindful of how we breathe can give us energy. At mm-hmm. least that's been my experience. And it just helps me deal with stress, specifically when like interacting with the boys. Yeah. It creates like pause from stimulus to response. Mm-hmm. Still an area where I really need to grow in, but making that an active practice, like I feel like it gives me rest, but it also... Kind of just helps grow me in my emotional intelligence, I mm-hmm. think, so
1: yeah yeah, I actually just read about that in a book. Um, Whole Brain Child is what I'm reading right now, and that was one of the things that it said to do, like if your child is really upset or even the adult uh, just pausing and focusing on a breath, and if they're anxious about something, they it's just taking your mind off of mm-hmm. what you're focusing on. So yeah, that's a yeah a good thing.
0: Helps you deal with anxiety. I've tried to teach our older son, Eamon, when he's really worked up, I'll try to like have him take a deep breath with me, and sometimes he does it, mm-hmm. and I feel like it helps. a lot of times he's freaking out too much to, to do it, but <laughs> hyperventilating. Yeah, no, that's good. You want to know what I'm excited about? Let's you hear. have a you have a guess?
1: Um, you've been talking about. Tell me the word.
0: It's not Misogi. No? That's not what I... I am excited about that, but that's not what I, It's something that we're going to do together.
1: Um, the February Minnesota trip?
0: I'm excited for that, but I was thinking of our eight-week dance class.
1: Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs>
0: How dare you? <laughs> yeah, we just signed up for an eight-week salsa dance class, which starts in January, and I was gonna potentially do that as a surprise christmas gift to you but then i had the realization she's pretty far along in her pregnancy does she really (laughs) want to do an eight-week class so it's like i just need to ask her and to my pleasant surprise you're like yeah let's do it so that's another i don't know how restful that will be but uh, (laughs) that'll be a fun thing for us to do together
1: yeah it'll definitely be interesting since we we have to dance with other people Uh uh-huh get to we get to yeah (laughs) hopefully my my belly's not touching anyone
0: (laughs) there'll be plenty of space between you and your partner but that i would say like public service announcement psa that is a great activity to do as a couple like during the winter we've only done one and it was during the summer but i'm excited that this is during the winter because it's going to just force us to get out of the house like once a week and Mm -hmm. Go move our bodies to the (laughs) rhythms to the rhythms of the night (laughs) there's a there's some romantic element there if you can avoid taking yourself too seriously which i often do
1: and i feel like we always like quietly fight during (laughs) our dance but then then it always like we will leave each other go to the next partner and then come back together and then we're just like laughing again i'm
0: "I'm sorry i was whack (laughs) yeah
1: just put too much pressure on ourselves, but yeah, it does bring us closer. It grows you in
0: your communication, yeah. those nonverbal cues for sure. So yeah, if you want something fun to do this winter, sign up for a dance class. If you're in the Des Moines area, Des Moines Ballroom, hit it up. All right, moving right along, we also talked about just kind of the general utility and benefits of using a big tangible calendar that allows you to see, because that really is like the main differentiator with using a calendar this way you see your whole year in one place it's not like on your phone where you've got to scroll so I guess the question to you which we can talk talk about together is like why might this approach be better than just using like a digital calendar on your phone like,
1: yeah it's I mean it's on my side of the bed now <laughs>
0: it's not in the bed it's on the <laughs> we, wall
1: we had to move it because it didn't fit on the other wall that's how big this thing is four by three um but yeah I think I, yeah, I have, to, I have to, or I get to look at it every, every night day. before you go to bed. <laughs> yeah. And I actually didn't even realize that you wrote dance on there on the calendar. So yeah. that's, yeah, just a fun reminder of different activities and fun things that we get to do together and then brainstorm in the future of like, okay, what should we do when the dance class is over? Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah. Um Yeah, that was one thing I had on there. I think for us, and I think for most people that I've seen use this, is this is a calendar for what term I've coined is fun, common activities. So uncommonly fun things Mm -hmm. that you get to do. So it's not like your digital calendar is going to get cluttered with your Zoom appointments and just your daily, weekly recurring appointments that aren't necessarily fun. But this is specifically for like fun, challenging things that we're intentionally scheduling in our year Um, and I think it's great that you can just like you said to your point you see something that's on there for a couple weeks and then you're like oh that's going to be over next week like do what's another thing that we can do I think it just Mm -hmm. helps to kind of build that anticipation and fosters that creative thought of oh what's something else that we could could do so
1: yeah and it's not like a stressful thing to look at like your you know personal phone calendar can be sometimes it's like an exciting thing to look at
0: right it's your get-tos and not your Mm -hmm. have-tos yeah uh we also talked about the concept of building your life resume and that's a philosophy of jesse Yitzler's, who's the one who created this calendar so much in the same way that our work resume showcases our professional experiences and accolades we should i think it's great to have a life resume that showcases all the uncommon achievements and adventures that you enjoy and i think the people who live the most fun and adventurous lives are the ones who plan their lives that way. Like it's not just because they're lucky and it's magically happening. Like they're being proactive to say like, Oh, I want this year to be fun and challenging. I should intentionally schedule those things mm-hmm. into my weeks and months. There's a saying that I heard. It's uh, you want to, you want to die young as late as possible.
1: Hmm.
0: That makes sense. <laughs> it just means like have as much fun we obviously don't want to die young, but we want to we want to live as if, like, each day were our last, in a sense.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Die,
0: die young as late as possible. <laughs> Bumper sticker material. <laughs> and then lastly, we covered Jesse's three-prong approach to designing his year with intention. And this is an approach that at least I've adopted. I'm not sure if Victoria is fully on board yet. <laughs> so the three-prong is the Masogi, which is One Big Year Defining Experience. And I'll actually be sharing my Misogi with you at the end of this episode so stay tuned for that it is gonna be a birthday Misogi. I'm one part excited one part dreading it so yeah you got that to look forward to. And then the second is six mini adventures so about every other month obviously that doesn't have to be the the rhythm but just making sure your year features six mini adventures and then four quarterly habits for growth and I think Jesse does a, did a great job of kind of putting this in perspective. He said, makes the point of saying, if you design each year of your life this way, then in 50 years' time, you'll have completed 50 Misogis, you'll have gone on 300 mini-adventures, not to mention all the personal growth you'll have experienced from all of those quarterly habits. So and we're going to kind of get into how we've used this approach to plan our year. So let's talk about just the process for us filling it out. What were your feelings and emotions maybe going into trying to plan out your year? And did that change kind of as we started doing it? Like, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I think I was anxious at first thinking about it. I'm like, I don't even know what, (laughs) you know, a month or even a week from now. Looks like. Maybe I have like a couple play dates on my calendar, but as for like the more intentional things, I don't know. I was just anxious about it. But now, yeah, I feel excited just looking at it. Um, We have on there like monthly dates with Eamon, who's three and a half. And so we're rotating every other month. And we've talked about doing that in the past, but now that it's actually on the calendar and it says like my name with amen yeah i'm now actually brainstorming like okay what are we gonna do right so there's like some there,
0: ownership and urgency
1: yeah there's like power when it's written down so i'm super excited he actually today was like i want to go to a movie theater i'm like awesome let's yeah, do it he's never done that right? no yeah so i'm like he's, okay he's three now so. i know what i'm doing yeah my first month
0: oh, no I'd, I'd take that idea I already, <laughs> I already called it
1: hey i'm going first so oh man <laughs> um
0: I'll just be sitting in the back of the theater. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, I'm supposed to be watching the other kids. (laughs) What were your, like, feelings and emotions?
1: Yeah, so I would say it's changed from being anxious to excited now. And just seeing, yeah, we have different trips on there, which is fun. And then, yeah, just the rest thing. Just changing my mindset from being like oh this is a burden and I I don't want to just sit here and do nothing but like this is a time that I can be with the Lord and grow and have rest in my brain (laughs) and God calls us to do it and so knowing like if if he's telling us to do something like it's for our benefit and not a burden so I'm just excited to just have some rest time I even think of like fasting you know he tells us to do that and at first you can think "Oh, like I don't get to eat this is this is hard and like more of like
0: what you're sacrificing and giving up
1: yeah but if you have the right mindset with it like this is something fasting is going to bring you closer to the Lord and the, I remember the very first time that I fasted it was basically just starving myself like I didn't yeah I don't even I probably prayed a little bit but I was busy and just going about my normal day and so yeah changing my mindset to just be more intentional with it I'm actually yeah really excited about rest rather than anxious and looking at it as a burden
0: that's awesome it's cool how that has just been transformed for you and it happened simply through just kind of writing some things out onto a physical calendar yeah Um, yeah I would agree with you and say I was excited to do it, but it is a little daunting of just kind of staring at a huge (laughs) year's worth of little squares and I think just feeling like you have to have to have it all planned out. I think if you approach it with the mindset of like, I have to map out my entire year, then I think you, you run the risk of making it too daunting of a task. But if you approach it kind of like what Victoria is talking about, mindset of I get to fill out my year with intentional fun and adventure then it's less of a burden and more of like a fun thought exercise. And even realizing like, I don't have to have everything planned out for me to start planning. Like I can get some things on there that I know I'm pretty certain I'm going to do. And then as the year goes on, you know, we really view this as a, a working document, something that is in flux. There are things that are on there maybe right now that we might change or even take off. Certainly there are things that aren't on there yet that we'll add later as we think of it and kind of lock down dates and details. So what are some of the things that are on our calendar? As you mentioned before, uh, monthly dates with our older son, Eamon. So as our kids get older, we want to intentionally have one-on-one time with them, going somewhere and doing an activity that they enjoy. So like you mentioned every month you and I will take turns taking Amon on a date while the other parent watches uh, the other two kiddos. Oh man. As of March.
1: <laughs> Still hasn't sunk in.
0: I know. <laughs> All right. So let's even just go through the months and kind of hit on the the highlight. January. Uh your birthday's in January. Your yes. Turn. I always forget. <laughs> Luckily, How I old am I turning? It. I don't even I know. I wanna one. say twenty eight. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> 28 on the 26th. Mm-hmm. And then as we already mentioned, we'll have our salsa dance classes starting that month. And that goes for eight weeks. In February, we have a trip plan for minnesota and that's to go to the luminary festival so basically they've got a weekend competition for a lot of the winter sports up there so they do dog sledding and ski drawing and i don't know if like cross-country skiing but then it kind of culminates with this festival where they've got these 1200 luminaries uh, placed all over this frozen lake and so you will just go and walk on that lake amongst all these luminaries at night. So it'll be all lit up and be really magical. And then I think they've got a lot of uh, music and foods. So it's a pretty family friendly thing, but that was something where I just kind of got wind of it and uh, looked into it and it was like 20 bucks, 25 bucks for both of us and the kids are free. So that's something that was like no brainer, just mm-hmm. weekend getaway, go do something we've never done. So I'm actually kind of treating that as one of our mini adventures for the year. And that's cool because like, that can be a mini-adventure that we both share. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we've got the couple's dream retreat set for Kansas City later that month. So that'll be a time for us to go down and do our, our dream retreat, which is something that you and I have done really since we've gotten married. And this will be the first time that we're actually offering it to other people and we'll be kind of facilitating some of the exercises and having some some fun mystery activities but really that's a time just for couples to enjoy extended quality time especially if you've got kids it's good to have a little break from them and I just I always say like what can one intentional weekend do over the course of your entire year mm-hmm. so and then what's happening in March
1: I'm due Yes <laughs> <laughs> It's a big one When yeah, we'll be outnumbered at Mm -hmm. that point. Yeah, but yeah, super excited.
0: It's funny because I was looking at our calendar and like March, April, and May are pretty sparse. Like there's not a lot in it, which I think is good because once a baby's here, we I don't think we want to have a ton of stuff scheduled.
1: Yeah, agreed. Yeah, May. This may sound crazy. I this May. Yeah, (laughs) I booked a girls' trip, so I'll be taking the newborn with me like a a month old, I think. And then you'll be home alone with the boys. Mm, Round two. So, yeah, just hoping and praying everything is well with the baby, healthy and not colicky. I Mm. guess I'll have some girls to help me out. Yeah, who's going on
0: that trip (laughs) with you? What's the the purpose of that trip?
1: Yeah, my um, second oldest sister turns 40. So we'll be visiting uh texas where her best friend lives so it's a surprise she doesn't know about it we've booked her ticket and everything and her husband knows and then my mom and niece um other sister so just yeah a bunch of girls oh. so this baby better be a girl
0: yeah yeah No. Boys <laughs> or he's allowed. staying home with you oh gosh i've never wanted to be a girl more <laughs> than i do now <laughs> so that's may June is Eamon's fourth birthday, which is wild to think about. Yeah. That might be a time that we go up to Michigan. We usually go up in the summertime. Uh, That could also be another kind of mini adventure for us, even though it's something that we have done. Then that gets us to July, and that is when I have my Masogi planned. I don't know if this is a thing or if I'm inventing it, but the birthday Masogi. (laughs) (laughs) So... I had the wild idea for my 35th birthday to run 35 miles, so that would be my first ultra run. Sounds and... like the worst birthday ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving myself the gift of exhaustion and, and yeah. pain. Uh, why, did I, why did I pick this? Can you explain? Yeah, explain my <laughs> depraved mind. I don't know. I think even just, you know, I've shared on previous episodes, talked in more detail about the Masogi, but... The main kind of parameters of it are that it should be uncomfortable. So it should push you out of your comfort zone. It should be unfamiliar, something you've never done, difficult pushing your perceived limitations. There should be an element of risk, like, yeah, there's kind of a chance that I might not complete this. And then I think all those should translate into growth and transformation. So my, I'm just kind of naturally geared towards like a physical challenge. Now it doesn't have to be a physical challenge. It could be something career related or travel or intellectual or just anything like that. But for me, I'm not really, I don't consider myself a runner. Now I have ran three half marathons, so I can run, but those were years ago. And and really I primarily just ride my bike. Cause it's easier on the joints and you can go farther and faster. I think the more I have followed people like Jesse and other people that have completed ultra distance runs, which is any dis as as far as I understand it, any distance longer than a marathon is considered an ultra. So this is nine more miles than a traditional marathon,
1: which you've never, I've I've never done a
0: marathon. (laughs) Um, I've run the equivalent of uh, one and a half marathons, I guess. (laughs) plus all the other jogging and whatnot. But yeah, I think this is going to be something that will definitely challenge me physically. I do plan to train for it, so I'm not just going to roll out of bed and on my 35th birthday. Like, all right, let's see what happens. So I'll start training in March. That'll lead up to the event on July 13th, my birthday. So I'll try to document some of that training. But I don't know. I think even what I've heard is if you can run – 10 miles you know you can do a longer run like this but really I think it'll be mostly a mental challenge and and even when I've done some of the halves like just the mental temptation to just stop is, mm-hmm. is always kind of there and so it's it's really just having that mindset of like I'm I don't quit I'm not a quitter and really just taking your thoughts captive so in a weird way I'm excited for it also like kind of dreading it um, but I think that's I think that's good it's like good to do hard things um, yeah what are your thoughts on that uh,
1: yeah you have a much stronger mind than me I was <laughs> walking up the stairs and I was like I don't know if I can do this well I'm also not pregnant <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not a fair comparison <laughs> you, yeah you definitely have a just good mindset I need to learn from that
0: well we'll get to your masogi here in <laughs> just just a moment um, Did you play in
1: mine? Because I don't
0: have one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll finish off our, our calendar and then we'll talk about that. So okay. then we get into August. Uh, I have one of my mini-adventures planned, doing a guy's trip um, with Mr. Kyle Depius, who runs Guy's Trip. So I've not yet had the pleasure of meeting him or or uh, participating in one of his experiences, but I've, got, I've gotten to know him. He's been a guest on the show as well. So really like the the types of retreats and trips that he plans so i'm just curious to yeah experience that and and kind of learn from him i don't think we have anything else for august at the moment september will be our sixth year wedding anniversary also kind of crazy to think about we have our uncommon fly fishing trip set for october november is george's third birthday and then december we'll see obviously there's we get really busy with christmas but maybe another ski trip we'll see if we Mm. attempt that with with a baby anything that didn't get mentioned or even anything that kind of came to mind as we kind of went through our year at a glance
1: um I don't know if you said this us planning dates for each other
0: I didn't mention that but yeah
1: yeah we'll be taking turn just like with Eamon like one month will be my month to plan the next is your month to plan um, we've kind of like said that in the past mm-hmm. and then me will <laughs> forget. Yeah. <laughs> so then the end of the month comes around I'm like, oh shoot. So having it written down.
0: And it's invisible. Yeah. Seeing it regularly. Yeah. yeah. I think that'll be super helpful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully.
0: It will. Let's believe that. <laughs> All right. So I shared my in a couple of our mini adventures, but. Yeah, even just to put you on the spot, like what comes to mind when you think about a potential misogi for yourself?
1: Oh man, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like the thought of having a newborn or just...
0: Depends on when you do it.
1: Yeah, that's the tricky part in what it is. Maybe I'll swim five or 35 with floaties. 35
0: miles? <laughs> oh my gosh, no.
1: I don't know. You'll have to help me come up with something.
0: Do you feel like maybe even just to talk generally about it, do you feel like it has to be a physical challenge or can it be?
1: That's kind of what my mind naturally goes to. Sure. What other examples?
0: Oh, man. You can do so many things. I mean, just anything that challenges you. Like I would even say, you know, I did a day of solitude Mm. this past year
1: yeah that sounds terrible it
0: was challenging in a way but I, I wouldn't personally pick one day of solitude as a misogi now maybe a, if it was multiple days like that would definitely be like up the ante there that wasn't extremely physically challenged it was more of like a mental psychological even mm-hmm. spiritual challenge it could be something bucket list related that just has an element of challenge to it. I mean, I've heard people say like, you know, for my Masogi, I want to launch a podcast that I've just been thinking about for the longest time and just have kind of been dragging my feet or I want to get my book manuscript published by this day, or I want to start this business or anything like that. So it doesn't necessarily have to be this, this big physical challenge. So
1: So when you said bucket list, I thought of like, bungee jumping is that a? I think so yeah yeah so that's something where i'm like is that on my list i don't know that sounds scary but also sounds yeah. so fun yeah
0: yeah or like skydiving Sky- yeah. yeah yeah definitely some risk there yeah <laughs> <laughs> how do you think doing something like bungee jumping would produce like growth or transformation in your life
1: uh probably the mindset just Trying to control my anxious thoughts, and I don't know, that's a good question.
0: Just facing a fear, yeah, like head on. And
1: so, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm even like afraid of heights. Like, I love roller coasters, and um, if I'm like secured in something, it's less scary. Where if I'm like crawling up a ladder, that's a little bit scary. Um, but bungee jumping obviously is very high, but I'm secured in something. Um, so yeah, I don't know. You
0: could go, uh, you could just surprise all the girls on your girls trip with a bungee jumping <laughs> excursion, kill two birds with one stone, got a mini adventure and did my Masogi all in one. Yeah, your mom would murder you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. No, that, I think, uh, it'll be fun to just talk with you over the coming weeks and months even, and kind of see what is coming to mind. You keep a, little Masogi journal and write down any (laughs) of the ideas that that come to mind. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Well, as we bring the episode to a close, I would say my challenge to listeners is be proactive in designing your uncommon year. You know, we've got a few days till 2024 kicks off. So whether you're a new year's resolution person or not, I would highly recommend do the following either purchase the big hashtag (laughs) calendar and I'll include a link in the show notes, and I believe there's a coupon code that's still active. You can also download our free resource to plan your uncommon year, which I'll link as well. That'll take you through the process of creating your Misogi, identifying your mini adventures, as well as your quarterly habits. And then another thing, if you wanna do something with us, join us for the Couple's Dream Retreat in Kansas City. It's literally going to be a weekend where you and your spouse get to dream and plan for your most uncommon year. So it'd be a great way to just kick this whole conversation off. And again, I'll link that in the show notes. And a simple first step, I think, for everyone would be to answer that question that we addressed is, what is something I'm excited about? You could also ask your spouse this question and have a conversation around what what it would look like to plan excitement and adventure into your year. Because like we've mentioned, it's not going to happen by chance. Victoria, is there anything you'd like to add before we sign off?
1: If you get the calendar, make sure you <laughs> <laughs> nail it and screw it and glue it and all the things. Yeah, that is a
0: good point. It's something <laughs> or it'll
1: we've... attack you in the middle of the night.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think we got woken up on two different occasions because initially we just use. It's a big calendar. It's not like terribly heavy, but
1: we did double sided tape. We did tape, tape at first. and then I bought that some sticky
0: work. tack and like attacked the whole we did thing. Both
1: of those. Yep and, and it, yeah jumped off the wall at me <laughs> yeah
0: it's on her side of the bed thankfully but yeah no for sure um i'm not sure what other people have done to keep it on their wall but uh short of like spider-man's webs i don't know it's gonna work better than nails so that's a, that's a good point sweet well i want to thank you for listening i want to thank my lovely co-host victoria for joining me and just encouraging you to go out and design and live your uncommon year Thank you for listening to The Uncommon Podcast. If you have benefited from our show, I would ask you to follow, rate, and review, and share our show. And be sure to check out our website at theuncommon.com, where you can learn more about our mission, sign up for one of our live experiences, and take advantage of many resources that will empower you on your uncommon journey.